Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. My name is Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Ben Weber. Ben, what's going on, man? Good to see you. Back again. Yeah, dude. Here we are. Week number three. That's it. That's it. Uh, every week we do this, I'm going to be more, more and more blown away that we're pulling it off, man. Dream come true. Dream Absolutely. come true. Um, so last week, uh, we, we talked about um, some, some right and wrong ways to read and study scripture. And today we're going to kind of keep it moving with, you know, this idea of growing in your walk with God and in particular, what it looks like to grow in your walk with God in the middle of a pandemic. All right. So, so Ben, all of our campuses have probably started back by now. Um, and it's no doubt we're in some strange times. I mean, just for you personally, what are some of the things when, when you're walking on campus that have really blown you away the most and just in light of this crazy time we're living in? Yeah, I think we all got to recognize this is a unique semester. So, so many of the things that uh, are quintessential parts of the college experience are not occurring this year. So for me, I work with primarily with athletes. This is the first year we don't have practice. We don't have games. Right now our guys and girls can't even get in the weight room yeah. uh, to lift. It's so crazy. that's totally different. Uh, you think about online education not walking to class you think about the cafeterias they used to be bustling the best place to meet people and now most people get their food to go and occasionally you find a freshman or two who will sit by themselves and eat their food and then then just the greek life the social life the parties the uh the socials the semi-formals the just events in general events and concerts and music uh all those things have been set aside uh for the semester yeah, it's 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 so strange walking on campus. You, like I used to in the fall around this time see hundreds of people if I walked on campus. Now I'm lucky if I see 50, you know. So I think that's really important for us to mention just the context for all the students that are going to be listening to this podcast. They're so used, you know, they're very much used to going to events, maybe some campus outreach events, maybe some Bible studies and growing in their walk with God really in community, right? But since Everyone is a little more isolated this year. That's why we're doing this podcast. So what we got for you guys today is we have five tips for how to grow in your walk with God in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, so, Ben, let's go ahead and kick this off, man. I'm going to tee it up for you here. What's kind of uh, what's what's tip number one? Yeah, before I get to tip number one, I think the, the, the principle is like our culture is saying this is a time to chill. Uh, this is yeah. a time to relax, uh, to be entertained, whether it be through Netflix or PlayStation or Call of Duty, and what this semester is going to require, if it is going to be your best semester yet, it's going to require an extra level of self-discipline and commitment to training and growth and righteousness. So instead of approaching this fall as this is my, this is my chance to spend extra time in bed, what if this was a semester you spend extra time in the Bible? Uh, instead of saying, I want to get one more session on the PlayStation what if I spend an extra session in prayer? So hmm. we've got more free time availability than ever. And what it's going to require uh, is an extra level of self-discipline. So we're yeah. just going to pass on five tips. Number one is right here. And this really goes back to what we've talked about earlier. But how are you going to start your day? And I would encourage you to begin and end your day with prayer. And, and, and here's the reason why. I believe not all habits are equal. Uh, how you start your day, in a sense, is like the keystone habit. When, when I talk about a keystone, I'm talking about a super habit. Uh, you can think about almost like a row of dominoes. There's that first domino that you push over, yeah. and it sets off a chain reaction. 
And so the way you start your day, it could be one change, but it could lead to 10 consecutive changes that lead to a radically transformed day and therefore semester. So what I'm asking you to consider is praying at least twice a day at the start and the finish of your day. So, you know, for a lot of you who are athletes, think about it like a pregame and a postgame speech with God. You're starting, finishing, beginning, ending your day with prayer. And one thing you might want to consider, and this is symbolic, but I think our posture, uh, the, the way we stand, more importantly, the way we kneel matters. But what if this semester, uh, when you start your day, you roll out of bed, you're a little groggy, you get the crust out of your eyes, and then you get on your knees and you open your hands and you start your day with prayer. And, and in general, I like to start my day in the morning uh, with, with the prayer of expectancy, uh, praising God, adoring God for who he is. Uh, saying, God, my life, my day is given to you, okay? I want to live for you today. And, and as I go throughout my day, eventually I make it back home, I eat dinner, I relax with my family, but before I go to bed, I return in prayer. And it's more a prayer of gratitude, of thanksgiving. God, here's what you did through me uh, today. Here's some ways that you've blessed me. Uh, here's how your providence worked throughout the day. And sometimes it's a prayer of repentance because as we all know, there's a lot of times I blow it with my language, with my words, how I treat people, so, so I confess and I ask for forgiveness. But one of the things that Scripture instructs us to do is to pray without ceasing. That's incessant. It's consistent. It's nonstop. It, 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 it suggests that all of life is prayer. And I think what you'll see if you start and finish your days with prayer, a prayerful mentality will bleed into the rest of your life. Hmm. That's good, man. So if we, if we start our day with prayer, what should we do next? That's right. That's right. Well, for some of you, your, your morning routine looks a little different. Some of you go straight to the cereal. You're whipping up eggs. You know, you might flip on the screen. But the one thing I want to encourage you to do is Bible before phone. Okay, that's point number two, our second habit, Bible before phone. Because how you start your day reinforces your identity. Okay? How you start your day reinforces your identity. Let me explain. Most of us, we referenced this two weeks ago. In fact, 90% of us, the first thing we look at when we open our eyes is our phone. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you may be looking at different apps. Some of you go straight to email because what you value the most is productivity. But, but oftentimes what that leads to is an unhealthy obsession with efficiency in, in accomplishing certain tasks. Some of you probably check the news it could be on Twitter, your favorite website. But, but what that suggests is that my life is all about control. And it can lead to fear, anxiety, especially in a day and age that we live in now with the pandemic, with so much disruption and uncertainty in our day-to-day. -day. Most of us, let's be honest, if we're college students, we're on social media. And, and, and social media would suggest to us that our life is all about comparison. Comparing my body, uh, my car, uh, my relationships, my life with other people, and it can lead to envy and a sinful comparison. And some of us, it, it could be YouTube, it could be TV, it could be Netflix, but we just want to be entertained first thing in the morning. And, and, and that points out probably an over-desire or love, unhealthy love of comfort or complacency. And so what I'm suggesting is that instead of looking at a screen, Let's go straight to God's word, because what the screen suggests to us, it, it, it forces us to ask this question, what will I do, do with my day today? But when we start our day with the word of God, the question I'm seeking to answer is, 
who am I becoming today? Because as we know, right, we're not human doings, we're human beings. And when we start our day with the Word of God, we're immersing ourselves in the love of Jesus. And so one super practical, let's get really practical let's here. Let's do it. Life hack, which you probably need to do is just remove your phone from your bedroom. Okay, so put it in the bathroom, put it in your kitchen cabinet, put it in the junk drawer. And you might say to me, well, Ben. It's my I, alarm clock. It's my alarm <laughs> clock. Well, guess what? Go old school. Go to Walmart. Five, go on five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> this could be five dollars well spent. It could change your life. For sure. And that is a tough one, too. That's because just a phone is just it's such a comforting thing to just have near you at all times. But I do think you're right, man. If you if you will make sacrifices like that, I think it can. Uh, pay off in your walk with God in significant ways. Okay, so how about this one, Ben? A lot of students, I mean, a lot of students are taking online classes right now. Okay, so they are in front of their computer or maybe they're doing their classes on their iPad or something like that. They're online a lot. Do you have any kind of advice in light of that? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword because not only are receiving almost exclusively you know, virtual instruction and education from our professors, but on top of that, our physical or outdoor outlets, intramurals, ball practice, yeah. uh, outdoor socials, all of those have been canceled as no well. No flag football, man. That's right, no flag football. So I had to hang it up several years ago, but <laughs> this is new for our students. So number three with this would be this, and it's a basic point, but I think it's really critical. Get outside and get active. So God has no doubt in, in his special grace given us things like his word and prayer but also God in his common grace, he's generous and he gives good gifts to all of humanity. And some of those gifts just include good food, uh, nature, uh, good weather, hobbies, and, and, and a healthy body. Uh, there's a verse in James 1.17 that says, every good and perfect gift, it comes from above. So God is the ultimate gift giver. He's generous. And we need to take advantage of these gifts, especially in a time of pandemic. So I just encourage you to develop some healthy rhythms, okay? If you spend your day inside, glued to a screen, you need to give yourself extra time, okay? Where you're taking a walk, you're prepping a meal. If you don't know how to cook, you learn how to cook. This might be the time to develop a new hobby, a new interest, uh, play a new sport, learn a new instrument. Uh, maybe you want to master a new language, read an extra book, but really take advantage of all of the good gifts that God has given us. One, one thing I also want to remind our listeners is 2 Timothy 4.8 talks about how bodily training is of some value. And so it's very important that we are body and soul. Uh, in 1 Corinthians, we're actually told that our bodies were bought with a price, and we need to glorify God with our bodies. There is an emphasis throughout the scripture that we can honor God with our bodies. So guys, your physical fitness, what you eat, um, how you exercise, it is vital that you're moving and staying healthy. we got to avoid not only the COVID-19, but I also hear about the COVID-15. Oh, gosh. Right? <laughs> how people are, you know, it's, it's, it's late night cookout. It's not a lot of movement. It's extra yeah. time in front of the screen. Okay, and it leads to some really unhealthy habits. So we call this Bible and burpees, Ben. Bible and burpees. You like that? Bible and burpees, man. I don't know. I avoid burpees at all costs. <laughs> okay, so how about number four? That's right. That's right, number four. So... Uh, you know, not only do we want to make sure we want to get outside, but we also got to recognize with more time in front of a screen as we lose in-person instruction. Point number four would be this, just limit your screen time, uh, limit your screen time. 
we, we've just got to reduce. There is a constant stream of media, and you choose the screen. It could be your cell phone screen. It could be your laptop screen or your TV screen. And so I would just encourage you, if you're going to use a screen, use it for a purpose, whether it be uh, communication, talking to friends, receiving um, lectures, instructions from your professors. You know, I was reading an interesting book from, from, from a lady uh, who considers herself an expert in Gen Z. Uh, and she's got a book called Together But Alone. And one of the things she mentions, she does a deep dive into some of the unintended uh, negative consequences and repercussions of, our, of social media and really what she would term technology addictions. But she actually makes the point that when we are spending our days in front of a screen, it actually reduces our ability to show empathy, uh, to demonstrate compassion, and also to be creative and thoughtful. And I would just say this, in a time of social distance, in a time of social unrest, particularly when it comes to uh, racial injustice that we're seeing in our day and age, now more than ever, what do we need? We need compassion. Uh, we need thoughtfulness. We need, we need creativity. And the, re- and the reason that social media inhibits those things is, is because anytime we see a headline, we see a negative story, we read about a victim uh, a, 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 of a crime, we immediate, when we immediately jump on our phone, we become distracted. And, and our hearts aren't able to experience real compassion okay, and real sympathy. So I would just say this, technology, it makes our life easier. I'm not anti-technology. But the question for you is this, does it make your life better? Does it make you more wise? Does it make you more courageous? Does it make you more thoughtful? Does it make you more compassionate? So once again, we're going to get really practical, okay? And there's going to be a lot, a lot of college students who groan internally when they hear me say this. But this is my recommendation. This is something that my entire family abides by. But each and every day, guess what we do? We take our cell phones and we turn them off for one hour a day. So one hour a day, screen-free. Well, I and then can on feel the this, anxiety. In that's <laughs> right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Right? No, Ben. You, and look, I can't point to a verse, okay? But I would just say uh, this has been a really healthy rhythm for my family. And we've actually enjoyed it so much that we took it to the next level. Guess oh, what we're doing now? Two, two hours? hours? Okay. We're not going two hours. Oh. We go one hour a day, but we also go one day a week. Okay. Oh. One day a week. Okay. That's why you don't call me back sometimes. Huh? Well, that, that, that might be it. That might be it. But yeah, that's good. That's good. The, the point we're trying to make is this. It's, if I don't control my screens, my screens control me. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I need to take control of my life. I need, to, I need to lead my life. That's good, man. That is so good. So we're going to move on to tip number five. And this one is so important because, you know, you talked about the social distance. And sometimes it's just a reality that people are using their phones and stuff like that so much because – we can't get around our friends that much, right? Absolutely. I mean, like one of the best things about college was just going, being able to go to several restaurants in town or hanging out on campus and, you know, having meals with friends. And it's just so limited right now. So what would you say for tip number five? That's it. Yeah. And you beat me to the punch because this one is pretty simple. It's just eat one meal a day with another human. Okay. <laughs> Classmate, friend, family member, neighbor. Okay. I think the danger, uh, God created us to be relational beings. God placed Adam in the perfect garden of Eden. Adam had perfect weather. He had responsibility. He had food. All of his needs and provisions were met. And God makes one important observation. He says, what? It is not good for man to be alone. 
So college students, here's what you need to hear. It is not good for you to be alone. It wasn't good for Adam and the perfect Garden of Eden, and it's not good for us today as we live, exist, study on a fallen earth. Okay, so one meal a day is what I would encourage you to do. Even if it's a PB&J, you're eating ramen noodles, set the screens aside. If it's with your roommates, your teammates, your family members, and just get face-to-face and have a great conversation. Because what this suggests is that we need each other, right? When I eat a meal with my friends, I'm saying, I need you, and I need other people. Yeah, that's so good, man. Yeah, and again, especially in a time when people aren't eating together, aren't spending as much time together. Um, and, of course, it's important to say, you know, follow uh, whatever sort of precautions are in place for the restaurant you go to. If you need no to doubt. wear a mask when you're walking in the restaurant, whatever it might be. Uh, but take advantage of that time. Even though uh, it is a strange semester, there are elements of this uh, there are elements of a normal semester that can still happen. So, uh, Ben, any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? Yeah, you know, the one thing I'd say, I, I, I know the tendency for most college students is to drift towards complacency and apathy. As I'm interacting with students on campus, I'm hearing a lot of guys talking about how much Netflix they've binged, how many hours they've spent on Call of Duty. And so most of us, you know, this is a semester where the temptation is more towards a complacency towards laziness, sleeping in, chilling, going through the motions, okay? So we tried to give you some practical points to encourage you to maximize, capitalize on this free time. But at the same time, there are some of you who, are the, who go to the opposite extreme where you make an idol out of productivity, uh, being, being effective. I would definitely fall into this category. And, and the one thing I would say to that uh, part of our audience is this. I would just remind you of Ephesians 2.10. And this really has been the verse that I come back to time and time and time again during the pandemic. And it says this. It says that we are God's workmanship and we were created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand. And so the one thing I got, I've got to remember, because I'm one of those guys, I am all about productivity. I want to make my life count. I try to squeeze every moment out of every day. And to be honest with you, over the last couple months, I've felt less productive. I feel like I haven't accomplished as much as I usually do. And I've rested in Ephesians 2.10. Because each and every day I wake up and I say, God, I just want to accomplish the good works that you've prepared beforehand. So, Lord, I just want to be faithful uh, to the opportunities, the relationships, the tasks that you've given me. I don't want to do any more, and I don't want to do any less. So for some of you, you're probably feeling a little bit of angst and unrest because you're not getting a whole lot done when you compare it to previous semesters. I would just say this. Let's take advantage of this time, but let's also give ourselves grace and trust, uh, God, that we're just going to be faithful to accomplish what he has planned beforehand. Amen. That's a good word, man. So there you, there you have it. Five tips to grow in your walk with God in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We encourage you to uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever sort of podcatcher you are listening to, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever it may be, uh, subscribe and come back next week. We're actually going to be talking about how to impact others in the middle of a pandemic. So uh, for my good friend, Ben, this is T-Roll signing off and saying thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time.